There's so many different types of financial support humans, experts, professions. Mm -hmm. I call myself a certified financial planner because that's the designation that I have. And Lindsay is a money coach. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about who, what kind of service do people need? Who is smarter? Let's talk about that. I'm Lindsay, mom of two active boys on the West Coast and believe there's no reason for money to be ugly. I love helping busy moms make it pretty without using cash envelopes or coupons. I'm Megan. Me and my husband, we have four kiddos and I relate more to the dad role than the mom. And I'm an HGTV loving, oversharing finance nerd. Together we host the Money Stuff with Moms podcast. We understand the hashtag mom life but we also can appreciate the big picture adulting responsibilities like money. In this podcast, we invite you to be a part of our no fluff, fun conversations that will give you helpful on the go finance tips. Even if it's just to peek behind the curtains to hear about what we are doing with our money. We just recorded an episode where we were talking about different products that you can hold within different types of accounts and how important it is to relate to the person giving you the advice, Um, whether it's your person at the bank or your fee-only advisor like myself, so that you feel 100% comfortable asking them the questions that you call, I'm using quotations, stupid questions, Mm -hmm. so that you feel comfortable sharing private details about your life so that you can get the best advice possible and the best support for the stage of life that you're in. Mm -hmm. Brings me to the question. There's so many different types of financial support humans, experts, professions. Mm -hmm. I call myself a certified financial planner because that's the designation that I have. And Lindsay is a money coach. Mm -hmm. So let's talk about who, what kind of service do people need? Who is smarter? Let's talk about that. (laughs) Let's get out (laughs) our our IQ reports and numbers. (laughs) Um, So Lindsay, tell me in simple people language, what is a money coach? It's such a good question. And it is a bit of a moving target because on one hand, like there is no such thing as a money coach, right? A certified financial planner, there's a designation for there's textbooks, there's courses. Um, That's not the same on my side of the industry. So how I define and the difference between a planner advisor and a coach um, is that the planner advisor is looking at long-term big picture and that the coach is short term, um, that the that the planner advisor is looking at years down the road and helping you achieve those goals. I'm helping you achieve your goals this month, this year. How do we structure your budget, your spending, your saving, your accounts in order for those long term goals to happen one day? If you are spending all the money that you make right now, It can be hard to find the money to invest. Mm -hmm. So my job is to help you this month, this year with your money. Um, And what I've found interesting over the years, so Graham does the the long-term big picture. I do the short-term 
piece. And what I have found is that not everybody is the same on who they need to talk to first. Some people don't want to hear anything about their budget, their spending and their savings until you tell them why. What is this for? What can, what can I achieve one day by changing my day-to-day habits? Other people are the complete opposite. Do not talk to me about retirement because I am in the weeds right now. And I need to get this cleaned up before I can look forward. Um, and after working like this with, with Graham of me doing short-term and him doing long-term um, for the last seven years, I do not believe there is one right way. Whatever you're motivated by, whatever is going to get you to do something. You need to go talk to Graham about your retirement plan before I can convince you to stop spending so much on your groceries. That's cool with me. Um, or if you want me to help you sort out your spending and your saving now so that you have the, you know, the brain matter to put towards thinking about retirement, um, that's cool too. So in a nutshell, that's how I define a money coach is somebody who's helping you with your short term money, um, you know, goals, plans, that sort of thing. Interesting. I feel like, Um, I feel like I do that too. If I were to ask like if someone were to ask me what do you think the difference is of somebody who calls himself a money coach and somebody who calls himself a financial planner I feel like uh when I think about your approach because I know who you are I would say a money coach is more in a position to have that teacher component mm-hmm. They tend to have maybe something they've either learned or came natural to them to have those conversations that maybe I might be more uncomfortable having. Mm-hmm. Um, I could be wrong, but I feel like when I come into working with a client, I do recognize that there's timelines. And I yeah. do recognize that they're humans, so they're all unique, but I come at it with a systematic approach where we're going to create a plan based on the assumptions that I'm, <laughs> I need to use. I can't just make those up. I need to yeah. use these regulated assumptions like interest rates and rates of return and all those things, um, mortality. Mm-hmm. but my conversation and question asking when it comes to things like mindset and goals might not be as deep as somebody like a sure. money coach might go. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, some of my conversations, like <laughs> I was just reminded about this one the other day I had, I had one client who like we were working on their budget and they're spending and they're saving and how much they were going to spend on groceries. And we got to this part of the conversation where, um, after we had already done everything, um, made up all the rules and whatnot, and the husband came in, he was like, I really like to like buy in bulk when things are on sale. <laughs> okay. And he's like, so based on this grocery budget, what do I do when cheese goes on sale? Like, where do I find the money? Cause the grocery budget is based on what my family is going to eat this week. Okay. Yeah. 
yeah, if you're somebody who shops like that and that's really important to you, then let's build that into your budget. Um, like that is so um, like personality driven, right? For him, he lived out like in nowheresville, Alberta or Saskatchewan or something on a farm. Mm -hmm. so when something goes on sale and he's driving into town with his truck he needs to know what account and what money he can use to stock up mm -hmm. okay that is different those are conversations that a financial planner is not very unlikely to get into right mm -hmm. <laughs> that's just not not the scope um and i see it as you know i'm having those cheese conversations not because i'm a great homemaker and like come into my home and you know, I'm not a homemaker. Um, I see it as a way for them to get more of what they want, right? Mm -hmm. More retirement, more vacation, more whatever, philanthropy, mm -hmm. I don't know, whatever, whatever floats your boat. Um, if I can help them figure out what they can spend in those other areas, it alleviates pressure and it it makes rules and you know decisions on how much is going into the travel account or how much is going towards retirement um and they're not feeling at the end of the month like oh the money is all gone like where did it go well we know where it went because we created a plan for it but yeah some of those conversations are like they're so particular they're so yeah. oddball right? A farmer buying cheese. Okay, we'll talk about that. <laughs> okay. Well, and I think too, that goes to speak of when you're working with the two different titles, mm -hmm. you're thinking when you when you're asking a question about, let's say goals and priorities, you're listening for different things than someone like me might be listening for. Yeah. You yeah. might be listening for things so that you can hear that they're telling you something is a priority, but they're using the words or the connotation where you know you got to do a follow-up question because they're mm. saying that, but that's not what they mean. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so getting so really helping those clients who are just gain clarity on just even like what is the goal and what are the priorities that you're trying to look for so that you can give the motivation support and accountability for them to stay committed and totally. consistent yeah. to the, making progress in that direction yeah. um, and it's not to say that people who call themselves advisors or planners aren't doing that it's that uh i mean as somebody who's doing a plan for you i want to get to the numbers that's right. Yeah. Um, even though I, I can appreciate and understand that the goal setting is setting the foundation for everything. I want to get to showing you how to get there quicker using the numbers totally. um, so that we can provide realistic timelines, mm -hmm. but having those difficult conversations about, you know, potentially money trauma or dollar planning, like buying cheese, Mm -hmm. is a conversation where yeah I would probably recommend okay you got to meet with someone like Lindsay first yeah and then we can do the high level because I'm not um equipped to deal with emotional money decisions like that 
Yeah. Yeah. And that's why I always use the timeline reference that like, you know, when someone's talking to you, it's the numbers and it's the, you know, how do I achieve that big financial goal? Um, whereas with me, I'm looking, I'm looking much closer in on the, on the timeline of what's happening this week, this month, this year. Um, you know, I've got one client who's dating right now and that's an expensive phase of life because you are trying to go out and do things <laughs> and impress this person. Um, and so we spent time coming up with a list of things that they could do for free. Mm. You know, um, he's also, you know, he's a very social person. We role played on how to decline invites. Okay. Yes. Interesting. Right. Like, how are you going to stop spending this money hanging out with those crowd of friends? Like if I've also had role play conversations with my kids on what to do when somebody bullies them at school, right? Like knowing what to say when you're in the face of those moments is really helpful. Um, and so, yeah, I'm going to help them with their decisions today, this week, this month, this year. Um, and I'm not going to talk about the big picture um, very much in terms of like retirement planning. And, and when I say big picture for my like signature program, it's a four month commitment. And I meet with my clients bi-weekly. We do lots of like this work that I've already mentioned in the first few sessions, but then the framework is there, but I'm not ready to send them out into the wild. Um, so I have, one session uh, on financial literacy. And it's, I do it for two reasons. One, I want their new systems that we've created to kind of get working, because mm -hmm. we probably didn't nail it the first time. I am not, you know, sent from the heavens to fix your money problems. <laughs> I probably missed something. You forgot to tell me something. We're all human. So I need, I need some time for people to work with their new plan or their new systems that we put in place. So I do a financial literacy session and we talk about the difference between a TFSA and an RSP. We talk about, we look at their pension statement and make sure that they understand what it means. Um, we might even talk about different types of insurance. At no point in those conversations